Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What's driving the conversation in California today? Every weekday at this time, we explore a topic that's making news in our state. This is the State of California. Good afternoon. This is the State of California. Doug Sovereign is on vacation, and today we are joined by Sonoma State political scientist Dr. David McEwen. California's government can seem unwieldy at times, and during the COVID pandemic, there have certainly been concerns raised about that. Yet even prior to the pandemic, a little-known state independent commission has been looking at how California government works, how it could be more efficient and better serve the state, and even what the future might hold for a more responsive and better state government. Professor, I suspect that few of our listeners know very much about this independent permanent citizens commission. Uh, Let's do what we can to change that right now. Right. Uh, good afternoon, uh, Jeff and Patty. And as you think about California government and what's happened, and a lot has changed, and, and there's a small, little-known group, uh, formerly a mouthful, the Milton Marks Little Hoover Commission on California State Government Organization and Economy. Just that mouthful is this Little Hoover Commission that does a series of works and, and produces reports that shouldn't just sit on a, se- a shelf, but really should be much more influential about legislation and where things go. So they look at issues of the day. They've issued a number of reports just in the last week, but have done a lot of work uh, over the decades. And, and little is known about them, so we wanted to invite their executive director to join us and talk about the work of the Little Hoover Commission today. We are going to bring him on right now. We're going to turn to the KCBS Ring Central Newsline and speak with Ethan Rarick, executive director of the Little Hoover Commission. Thank you very much for joining us this afternoon. How do you explain what the Little Hoover Commission does? Well, I think actually you've done a pretty good job of explaining it already. We are a citizens commission that combines uh, citizens, mostly citizens, with some uh, members of the legislature. No one party can dominate our commission. That's very important to us. We are a bipartisan or nonpartisan commission. The law that creates the commission says no party can can have uh, a dominant position with the with the commission's membership. Uh, and we look at issues in a fact based non-ideological, research-driven way, and then we make recommendations to the legislature and the governor, and we work very hard to try to get those leg- uh, those recommendations in front of legislators, in front of administration officials, in the hope that they will actually adopt and implement them, and over the years, uh, they often have. Ethan, uh, earlier this week, the commission issued a report on the training of law enforcement officers and serving communities better. What did the commission find in that report? Well, what we found is that the state spends uh, millions of dollars on law enforcement training every year. The Peace Officer Standards and Training Commission sets the standards for how we train uh, peace officers in this state, sets the minimum number of hours, uh, uh, certifies the courses, reviews the instructors, and so forth. But we don't really know what we're getting in return. Uh, The legislature often adds on ad hoc training requirements. People do bills that just say, this thing happened in my district, we need to have training about that. Nobody really stops and takes a look back. So we issued a series of recommendations that basically boil down to stop adding on new ad hoc uh, training requirements for for police officers 
and let's do a proper scientific assessment of what works, what doesn't work, what changes officer behavior in the field, and we'll know at that point what we need to do to make police training better as we go forward. Right now, we don't really know. I want to zero in on a particular topic and ask you about recall elections. There has been a great deal of debate as to whether it's too easy to launch a recall here in California and whether the process itself could be more efficient. Um, Is your commission taking a look at that? We are. We're holding hearings. uh, We held hearings uh, throughout the fall, uh, and we're working now on researching that issue. Uh, uh, Additionally, we might even have more hearings. We'll see. Um, uh, We haven't reached any conclusions yet. We heard from Republicans, from Democrats, from current and former statewide elected officials, from scholars, from regular citizens, from lots of different folks. And we've taken all that in and the commission sort of processing that. uh, And we'll see what we what we come up with. We hope to issue a report, ideally by the end of this year. So we have another month. So we're going to be working hard uh, that we'll make recommendations about whether there should be any changes and if so, what those should be. But we don't have those recommendations just yet. Is the commission largely reactive? That is, uh, you looked at the recall election and and, uh, the way the the complaints about it and decided to take it up? Or do you look through past issues and see what needs to be done? Or are you looking way off in the future? Uh, All of the above. So the commission is independent. The commissioners set their own agenda. Uh, We're not under the control of any elected official. And we take uh, advice and uh, recommendations from lots of people, members of the public, members of the legislature, members of the administration, about what we should study. But at the end of the day, we decide for ourselves. And the, the purview of, of what we've looked at is very wide. Just within the last two years, we've done reports on how the state responds to domestic violence, uh, on human trafficking in California, on helping both small businesses and workers recover from the pandemic on the mental health impacts of the pandemic, even on reforming the state open meetings law to take into account changing technology. We're working right now not only on the recall system, you talked about that, but on uh, housing affordability, an issue that everybody's talking about, uh, on how the state can better dispose of organic material, on whether certain kinds of lawsuits harm businesses. So we look at lots and lots of different topics um, over the course of time and, and, uh, and, and issue reports on those. But ultimately, it's our decision what we look at. How can, uh, how can anyone make a suggestion about what to consider or what to research uh, for necessary reforms? Is there an opportunity to do that? Absolutely. Go to our website, which is LHC for Little Hoover Commission, lhc.ca.gov, and you can reach out to the commission through that website by email, and we pay a lot of attention to incoming uh, public input from people. You can also uh, attend our meetings, which are now held by Zoom. All that information is on the website. You can make public comment. We have a public comment period. You get three minutes to say whatever you want to say. Uh, And last, I would encourage people to sign up for our email list. We send out a lot of information about things we're working on, and usually that then causes members of the public to follow up with us and say, hey, why don't you look at this or that, something slightly different. And we take uh, take those recommendations very seriously. Well, thank you very much for joining us. I appreciate it. Our guest, Ethan Rarick, he is executive director of California's Little Hoover Commission. By the way, you can hear the state of California every weekday at 3.30 p.m. It is also available at kcbsradio.com and wherever you get your podcasts. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.